What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon. Thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. And I want to go over some really insightful things I've heard about why people tune into podcasts. Recently checking out the interview from the South by Southwest, whenever the guys from Gimlet and Spotify really broke it down by the numbers. First and foremost, though, before I get into those things, why we listen, one of the things I want to throw out to you guys, I'll be in the Bay Area all next week. So I'll be traveling and visit clients everywhere from Sacramento to San Jose and, of course, San Francisco. So if you guys are up in that area and you guys want to catch up, you want to grab you, you, you want to grab a drink, you want to grab, grab coffee, or you want to go for a jog, I'm in for all of it. Let me know. Feel free to hit me up. Just you know, drop me an actual show note here on Anchor, or you can just hit me up right on Instagram or wherever you guys uh, follow me at. I'm at Joe Alex Lemon. So let's connect on that front if you're in the Bay Area. Outside of that, I want to dive into a little bit of this whole idea of why we listen to podcasts because this is one of the things that I've, I was beat myself up about it, man. Why did I really dive into this space so hard? And one of the reasons, one of the ways I first got introduced to podcast was back when I was in college and we had to create our podcast for the, for our business marketing class. And I remember it was with CoWeb and it was, I had a couple of friends in my group and we did our first podcast. This was, this had to be back in 07, 08. And you had to upload your RSS feed onto Apple's platform. And so this was whenever nobody was looking for podcasts. It was a horrible, uh, you know, you know, design. You literally just dropped your link in, and then you could listen to your listen to the audio from that. Um, and that was podcasting back then. That's when it started. That's when I first found out about podcasting. I uh, since you know found out, and I really got addicted to um, Reggie Ose. And you know, if you guys don't know him, he's the guy from Combat Jack. He's literally the first guy that had me hooked on podcasts. And as I was doing outside sales and I'm on the road and visiting clients and flying, he was the guy I played that in my ear or in the car, wherever I was going, and he just kept me entertained. And one of the most powerful things about podcasting is the ability to tell stories. This is nothing new, obviously. If you go back during whenever radio first took off, they were literally just reading books online and they added sound effects and made the storytelling better. And so telling stories is one of the biggest reasons that podcast jumps. On top of that, people also like, I would say probably this is the least, least reason why people listen tune in. Uh, it depends, depends on where you are in life, but education. You can learn a lot of things just by while you're out and about and doing what your day-to-day is. So, you know, either you're looking for a story or you're looking for some way that you can learn more, gather some insight, gather some information while you're on the move. Podcasting is great for that. And finally, the biggest reason I agree with the guys at Gimlet Media, where I first heard this from, uh, they said it's through companionship. And this, to me, is the is the real gooey part between podcasting. And especially if you go down the route of doing podcasting interviews, like when if you can get people in the room, especially works really well if you get people that can either one, uh, if you have a host that can drop the barriers on you know a lot of different guests, so they feel like they're just chopping up with some good friends from college or whatever. Um, Joe Rogan does a great job with that. Like he brings in people from all over, and he makes them feel like they're at home, and then you feel like as a listener that you're just in the room and you're adding your little chuckles in here and there. So that's one thing about companionship. Another one is through the Joe Budden podcast where you get like a whole bunch of your friends from back in the day. You guys got stories to tell. You guys know each other through and through. Uh, you guys go way back. So you got that camaraderie naturally built in. And you guys just, just have a show where you guys talk, talk about topics. All those, I think those are the, those are the stickiest 
types of content out there these days where you feel like you have a friend <laughs> that you've never met online somewhere, but it works and it's working. And that's what draws a lot of people to this space. And so let's make it practical for any business moves. If you're thinking about doing anything with podcasting, you know, think about your format. You know, we've been talking about this in the, in the recent uh, series I have around podcast advertising. And when you think about where should you put your advertising dollars, like let's say you want to go drop in a pre-roll ad on someone's show, right? You know, if you're, you don't have to be so concerned about the voice and how, if it syncs up with your product and your, and your brand strategy as much if you do a pre-roll show and it's purely informational, right? Because they're coming for information, right? And your ad should draw them towards something about your product should be some type of alignment there. And your ad should obviously ask questions and then, you know, just have a question and then show them the actual benefit of using it and then give them a clear call to action. So the ad doesn't have to be informational, but if the content on the podcast is more informational, your your ad needs to speak to that, right? So you have to kind of understand those plays. But I would also say if you do a mid-roll, man, is it important to make sure that your guest and the brand voice uh, and, and, and the people that in the conversation that they're talking about line up so you don't come in as this oh yeah by the way we're going to drop in an ad and so people fast forward past you right because they don't want to hear whatever the actual ad is for instance to give you a really quick quick uh, demonstration of that I think that Sean Stevenson from the Model Health Show really good podcast listened to for a long time now um, he drops in ads around four sigmatic coffee it's like a mushroom, healthier based coffee. So it blends. He gives some information, has a little entertainment, and it makes sense whenever he drops the ad in midway through the show. So just different factors to think about. But if you get into that companion route, if you could find a good match for your products with that companionship, those are some of the most loyal listeners. So I always push that. I always highly recommend that. And of course, if you need help with that, reach out to me. That's what we're here for over at Sales Culture. Feel free to go to salesculture.org so you can learn more about that. That's my plug. That's my post-roll ad placement that I'm dropping in there for you guys. But hopefully you guys got some value out of this. Hopefully this was entertaining. And hopefully I told a little bit of a story. But the companionship, podcasting type of ads, hands down, is the way to go. If you can find and you can line that up, I highly recommend that because it's the most stickiest way. Not for a quick-term sale, but if you're into the long-term branding play, it's the best way to go about it. So if you have any questions about that, please hit me up. Otherwise, I always thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. Until next time, you guys be phenomenal. Struggling to connect with buyers in an overcrowded, noisy sales landscape? Today's buyers want more than a spray-and-pray email blast. Launch a podcast and collaborate on content with people that matter most in your industry. Learn more at salesculture.work.